Remember, it's cheaper by the pound. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. People care about you. Not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards. You are special. Nobody gives you anything in this world. People can give you money, give you wealth, give you fame. One thing nobody in this world can give you, man, is respect. Self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect, respect, respect. You represent everybody that came before you. And everybody that will come after you. The spirit is something that's within you. You got to listen to that spirit, you got to fight for it, you got to believe it. The spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel, these are the things that endure. The quality of any man's life You've got to be a full measure of that man's personal commitment to excellence and to victory, regardless what field he may be in. Through the winner, there is 100% elation, 100% laughter, 100% fun. Now, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. We are live, and we thank you so much for being a part of our day again. Eddie Van Adler, he's got YouTube live in HD. Stretch Armstrong, he's your intern today, and we're rolling. Uh, the Will of Me could spin today. I don't know. It could. It has not spun yet, so that's on the table. Uh, don't forget the Bible study live today at noon central time. Uh, you want to make sure that you're tuning in for that uh, as part of your day. So we have a lot happening. Uh, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And, uh, hey, the stories. Uh, tough to find something that ha- doesn't have to do with COVID-19, but we're trying. Uh, so thank you for being a part of the Rick and Bubba Show. Well, over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. And right in front of me, it is Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Y'all doing good, well? Good. Excellent. Good, Excellent. good, good, good. You know, you, you mentioned something coming out there about finding something to talk about. Braden even asked me that last night. We were sitting at dinner and at, at the table, which is rare for us to do. We don't have a choice right now. And he uh, he said, Dad, what are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. He said, like, really? And I said, he goes, I mean, there's no sports. He's like, what are y'all talking about? And Amanda stepped in and was like, well, they're talking about COVID-19 and, you know, everything that comes with that. And, you know, they talk a lot about their daily lives. I was just kind of letting her finish, see what she was going to say. I said, Braden, you bring up a good point, buddy. I said, we don't talk that much sports anyway. So that aside, you're right. There's nothing to talk about. Like, I mean, it's this is a, this is starting to feel like work sometimes when we're sitting here trying yeah. to talk because there, unless we're talking corona and our daily lives because of the in-shelter, mm-hmm. there it, is nothing to talk about. Isn't it, it, it just a Toilet absolute, paper, it, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it is, isn't it just a relief to know that we don't do a sports show 
We don't do a news show. Yeah. We just do a show about anything. Show, you're in trouble. We yeah. do a show about anything. So we do a show about our lives, which is just like our audience's lives, about living through the quarantine and living through a change of, of schedule and stuff. So it sure is a relief to know that we can just come in here and be ourselves and not have to go, okay, what – Boy, we got to talk us about sports. What are we going to do? Right. Oh, hey, Cam Newton's been released. Happen. Okay, is that going to cover we'll us for, for like five that. hours? We will. You know? Well, it is funny because uh, Colin <laughs> Cal- you know, y'all know how I'm with Colin. I listen and watch Colin Cowherd most every Colin. day, record his show. And I think watch you it. would hug Colin even if he had corona. I like, yeah, I, I, would, I probably yeah. would, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but interesting dilemma he's Man. in. Okay. He talks <laughs> sports and he does his show out of California. Mm hmm. Yeah. So he has to. He's basically doing it out of his house or some studio where no one's at. His mm-hmm. assistant Joy Taylor. Joy. By the way, that's uh, that's old Taylor that played the NFL's sister. Didn't know oh, that. I didn't know that. You talking hmm. about the play for Miami? Yes, I did not know that until yesterday. First. Justin Taylor. Yeah. Ju- uh, no. no. Um, Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor. Close, so that's yeah. that's her brother. By the way, I didn't know that. How about that? Um, no, I didn't know that. So they're having to do. Uh, she's basically sitting at home, voice only, can't see her. Mm-hmm. And they're on a skeleton crew running this thing, and he's—I notice—he's doing a ton more interviews than he than he usually does. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he's still producing a quality show with no sports going on is pretty impressive. Yeah. Because he's talking about—he's still talk has to talk about sports. This sports show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, what you're laying on now is is the NFL and and the moves everybody's making. That, so but that doing. only covers you so far. Down, you yeah. Um, he got to talking about yesterday that. Whoever gets to start playing sports first, let's say it's baseball, they're gonna have the highest ratings ever, oh, yeah, in ever. their sport ever. Because he said right. he said it'll probably he thinks it's gonna be baseball. He thinks baseball will come back first. Yeah, and he said that if and if that's the case, they'll have the highest ratings they've ever had. Right, because everybody will be just ready to go. Well, it is day ten of day 50, uh, of the fifteen days uh, to. To uh to stop the coronavirus here in the U.S. and and kind of you know I guess limit the 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 hump and 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 flatten the curve uh, yeah. here uh, of the spread of coronavirus. So uh, it's what the uh, the White House task force asked everybody to do. The president asked everybody to do. Uh, but it feels like it's been thirty days. Uh, but it's it's been ten. Yeah. Uh, and and you know you got mo- the majority. Is, if if it's not Liberty University, yet most universities are not. They're not having class. I know that yeah. they've they've basically said, "Hey, our students want to come back. We're going to let them come back, and we're going to continue." And we feel like they might be even safer here, just kind of on yeah. campus, than out amongst the the living. You know, yeah, back at home. Especially if you're from these highly infected areas, you yeah. go over there. I'd just soon be right know, at liberty. So, uh, so I, you know, it's just a, a major change. I know with my three that you know Terry asked. She said, "Would you rather have toddlers?" Uh, or would you rather have teenage boys that are that are, that have cabin fever? And I'm like, I'm a I'm a I'm a land where we are now because I mean they're self efficient and stuff, but boy they'll get into stuff. And 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 you know I know I was this age when y'all were teenagers. Did did y'all ever clean up after yourself? No, I know you probably can't remember I that, but remember. but did you? probably not. And and probably not. Um, it's one of the battles in my house right now that it's about to drive me nuts. Yeah, so I know where you're going with this. Well, yesterday it, it is very it is so very frustrating. Yesterday we went to, uh, and I want to I want to support local businesses. I yeah. mean that's really big, sure. okay. And so in Helena we have Helena Hardware, and uh, it's, it's a got a True Value sign out front. Love those people; they're great. And so the boy said, "Dad, we need to go buy some spray paint." 
And I said, really? I said, yeah, we want to dip some old shoes. I said, you want to dip old shoes? And and everybody's bored to tears. Okay, you know you're bored if you if you're now dipping tennis shoes. Okay? I'm confused at why they need spray paint to dip. dip. Well, I'm going to tell you. I can't wait to hear this. All right, so you get a you get a rubbermaid or a bucket of some kind. You fill it up with water, and then you spray the spray paint into uh, onto the top of the water, and it sits on top of the water. And you can get all kinds of colors. Okay, whatever oh, you yeah. want. And then and then you get some gloves on, you're and then and then you father, you, you put you put painter's tape around the base of of the shoe and that's what you hold and then you dip them into the water and when you bring them out they're all kinds of different colors okay how long does that last does it wear it off? lasts no it lasts i don't know I, that's the first thing i asked to be i seen. said guys are we gonna have crumbs of spray paint in the house and i and i just i gave them a couple yeah, of rules i said here's all i don't here's what i don't want there might better not be one drop of paint on the driveway yeah or the house of course getting getting uh, getting them to understand that wind is is a factor, a factor oh, you yeah. know, and and you don't ask want... Adler. Remember the time his car got speckled? Right, right. And Adler's showing now what to do. So they they got into uh, they got into not only spray painting uh, and dipping shoes, but they did uh, iPhone cases. They did. I mean, y'all y'all wouldn't believe all the stuff huh. that they One did the yesterday. Well, so they, Very they, creative. they well, that was up for discussion with Leo. I think he would, Leo would have let him. Yeah. But so they go off to the, the hardware store uh, and they come back. Well, just bought $42 worth of spray paint. I said, It's a lot of spray and paint. And you know me, $42 worth of spray paint. And they're like, Yeah, Dad, but, you, but hey, we're splitting it three ways. And, and so, so I'm, we're using our own money. I'm like, Yeah, but, but you, you gotta, gave them. But you got to understand that's. That's money that that I gave you, and so when that runs out, you're just going to say, "Dad, I need more money," yeah. because y'all can't work. You're, we're quarantined. Y'all can't do anything to earn money. Yeah. I guess you can you can earn money around here. Y'all see that berm? We're about to get all the weeds off of it. Yeah. You know, they're like, "Dad, stop, Dad." So anyway, shoes. that was our night. That was our night, and they, <laughs> they because we had spray paint out, they wanted to paint a board that we had. And put Wilburn's warehouse on it, okay. and paint that up, I like this, and then and then screw it up uh, on onto a wall in the garage. So because our workout area in the garage is now called Wilburn's warehouse, okay, and that's where we're working out. So uh, that was that was my day yesterday. I was on. And I want to see those shoes. Life. How they turned out? Yeah, I'll have to take a picture of them. But here's the thing about p- picking up after yourself. I said the other thing is this: do me a favor. I don't want crap all over the yard that y'all have used. I said we got a storm coming in. Yeah. It's it's you know the wind's picking up, and I said if you leave all this out all, all night, it's just going to be nasty in the morning. I said so just pick up after yourself, and and not nobody. Hey, y'all got me. Pick up after yourself. So when I come out here in the morning, I don't want to even see any of this. Have a great time, but just pick up after yourself. Don't make a mess. Yes, sir. Go to leave this morning. Just crap everywhere. <laughs> crap everywhere. <laughs> Just out in the yard. Yeah, one of them left the hose on all night. On? Yeah, on. Right, so that's Just something left that, oh, stop, that stop, stop right there. Stop right Just there. Left, left running. Yeah, let, that actually happened in our house yesterday, yeah, too. Yeah, but it's like the um, the sprayer wasn't on. But, With the nozzle. But, but, yes. but, but, I know but it exactly was on, it was on at the house, so the pressure was Leaving in the hose yes. all night, and it was just going, <laughs> just spraying everywhere. <laughs> Gosh almighty. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All day and all night, my eyes are open. All 
22 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. So uh, just talking about, uh, you know, and you can tell Braden, hey, son, this is what we talked about today because this is just life. Um, uh, And we're just... We're one of you guys. My entire um, family needs to hear what you just said because we're dealing, I'm, and I'm sure we're not the only ones. I'm right. sure every dad and mom is mm-hmm. dealing with things right now that is boiling to a frustrating point. Yeah. Um, the water on at our house is, is another thing mm-hmm. that we, the two days in a row, I've had to, I've, I've backed out of the garage and I've looked to my, the lights shine perfect on it. Right. When I back up. Yeah. And I thought, well, look at there. I, I'm a, the, I'm a, it's, I'm, it's down again. It needs to be up. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I'm I'm gonna get them busy today. I, I've already decided, and and we're gonna have a 101 on a number of different things today. It's like I'm. It's like they're gonna be in school because I'm gonna teach class on a number of different things. First of all, how to turn off and on a hose. All right, we might even yeah. get so far as to we're gonna we might change a tire today in the driveway. All right, we might. Hey, hey, listen. I want to make sure. UDAs know how to, to to change a tire and put it oh, back okay. on. Okay, <laughs> just, well, let's let's. Just, I mean, we might do that. Has me on your mind. Yeah, something yeah. We need to work on. We're gonna make sure y'all know how to like uh, bend over and pick something up and put it back. <laughs> We're gonna do that. We might that might be a like an right. eight minute period, uh, and then we might go how to sweep out a garage. You know, yeah. I'll never forget. I don't know how many times I swept out a garage when I was young. I mean, my mom would say sweep out. She really wanted a clean garage. Uh, really, I mean, she was very either that or she didn't want you doing what you were doing. Right, right. But I mean, that was just to put a broom in your hand to get right. you to spend some time doing yeah. something. Yeah, so she could actually clean the garage. And I know where they were. Okay, they were excited about what they were doing, and so they yeah. were just they were ready to get to the next thing. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. Hey, sure. hey, we're putting water in the bucket because we're about to dip shoes. Oh my goodness! And let's go. Hey, y'all make sure you turn on the hose, turn off the hose, and then they just don't even think about it, you know, because they're ready to get to dipping shoes. I get that. I really do. Uh, And I'm only venting to you guys. I haven't vented to them yet. That's coming. (laughs) uh, uh, But they may listen to the podcast. Well, I doubt it. Well, just like yesterday, the kids have decided, I don't know why, that there's a little area below our house that would be perfect for a fort. Mm-hmm. And so I think every tool I own was down there yesterday. And I told them, I said, look, I don't mind you using the tools. But it's going to rain in a little bit, mm-hmm. so I need all of them back up here. Right. So last night, nearly dark, I walked downstairs to look outside to see what's out there. Obviously, I didn't look at the water at that point, or I didn't realize it was on then. Mm-hmm. Every single tool I own down there in the bottom, just sitting there. Hmm. I said, buddy, we got to get the tools up. Just get them up. Put them in the garage. Mm-hmm. I'll put them where they go, but they don't need to be outside in the rain. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you need to pick up your Xbox room. If this is the way you're going to keep this room, I'm going to take it back. Yeah. yeah. You got to. Well, are, is Carolina and Madeline come to help me? <laughs> and I said, I'll, I'll talk to them. You get down there and get the tools. <laughs> I would like to know what people are doing. Like, what is something that they've been putting off mm-hmm. and now they're getting to because of this? Like, for instance, yesterday, our closet has been a disaster. Our my, Amanda and I's closet. And I spick and span that thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how bored I got. I got a lot of those. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I got, got after it. Yeah. And, and it was probably about two and a half, three hours that it took me to clean up this yeah. closet. Yeah. It, at one point, and Amanda didn't know I was doing it. I just kind of took it on myself. Mm-hmm. Wow, she got a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just a lot of organizing mm-hmm. and pulling things out. Yeah. Didn't really have to throw a lot of things away from it. Right. It just needed to be cleaned up and, and organized. Yeah. 
Well, and and, and I would have never done that. Like I, yeah. I just I just thought, you know what? Now's the time. I right. Had, I had John Maxwell's crisis leadership going on in the background, and had me a little notebook taking notes as he said something I wanted to write down. But I was cleaning the closet, so I don't know what everybody else is doing. Hmm. And I've got several projects like that that I can knock off in a couple hours' time. I'm gonna mm-hmm. paint some shoes this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this whole dipping of shoes, I've heard that break out again. And, and let me be very clear: I try to have a balance of I don't want to be that dad that just can't let my kids have fun. I know. So I just I know. what here's what I did. I said, here's the only thing I ask. Clean up after yourself. Just don't get paint on like the house or a yeah. car where or the you know the neighbors. We got to worry about them now. That one's right there. You see him cooking out. And you can smell the by the boy. It really smelled good. I really wanted to go over there and ask what he was making. But uh, and then I don't want don't let it come back on the house and just and just don't get paint on the driveway. That's it. That's it. Y'all have fun. And boy, they would come in every now and then. Dad, Dad, look at these. And they would hold them up, and I'm like, well, that's pretty cool, you know. And I'm thinking. Um, hey, wow, that's, that's, that's unique. Uh, it, will it last? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a, a phone case next. I'm like, okay, well, are we going to have crumbs of spray paint like all over the house from no, no. Wh- when it dries, I mean, it's, 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 it's there. there, you know, Hey dad, you have a small screwdriver. Uh, yeah. What are you talking about? Why we're going to take away, uh, we're going to take, uh, undo this Xbox controller. We're going to dip our controller. No, and I'm like, what are you talking about? See, this is how you do it online. And you take it apart, and you dip the outside, and now you can have a, a funky little controller. Well, we oh, about – and I said, I, said, I said, let's find one that's, that's dead and gone and Test we're not it. using anymore. Yeah. Of course, they broke that one trying to get it off, and, and I didn't have the right – it was a little bitty. I'm talking about as small as like a, a pencil lead yeah. that, that you needed to get – and it was, a, it was a star nut. It wasn't a, a huh. you know, regular yeah. screw. And so we couldn't figure that one out. So we just decided, Reese, by the way, who's 16 today, happy birthday, son. Oh, wow. Uh, he, he, he is 16, but the, the, the mature, most mature of the house. Yeah. And, and he decided, guys, we can't do that. You know? And now my 23-year-old had broke one and was trying to get the other one over. Oh, wow. But, um, but it, it was fun. It was good to see them having a good time together. But they, clean, they didn't clean up any. They, they, they got two pair of shoes up, and that's it. There was one time I walked out, and on the breezeway, I thought there was a ghost floating to my left, and it was a Walmart bag that was floating up, up and down. That was empty that they just left outside, and the wind was it was it was like blowing it up, and then it would come back oh, down, yeah. and then we're blowing it up. But out of my peripheral, I thought, oh my gosh, there's a ghost. These are the moments, and you couldn't predict this. But these are the moments you wish you had your old house back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes to the top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is the kickoff hour, and we're live, live all the way live. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at ReliefFactor.com. Do you suffer from aches, pains, inflammation, just day-to-day struggles of Hey, wow, boy, I'm getting older. This is really hurting. I woke up hurting. That's weird. Uh, maybe you're heavy in sports. I know you're not playing that now, but uh, let's say you're working out on your own. You're sore. You got inflammation. You got pain. Let me re- uh, re- uh, give you a, a suggestion. That's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. For just $19.95, you can order their three week trial pack for $19.95. Stop popping those over the counter painkillers as they could be harming your body if you do them multiple times every single day. 
I mean, they got their job, but it shouldn't be done every single day, multiple times. Instead, look to Relief Factor. Again, it's a three-week supply. Just uh, try it out for only nineteen ninety-five, uh, and help see if that'll help your aches, pains, and inflammation like it has us. ReliefFactor.com. Go there today. You're looking for that quick start pack, nineteen ninety-five, or you can visit RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. I, I got a couple of emails here in the break from different listeners uh, and, and viewers on YouTube uh, all across the the great country. Here, one out of Florida says, "I'm surprised they didn't dip you upside down and." Uh, and dip your head. Uh, well, I, I get that, seeing bald. I, I get a lot of bald jokes at the house. And one one lady asked, why didn't you wake them all up to clean up before you left? And that was because I was pinned trying to get here. I was yeah. already running yeah, late, and I didn't have time. If I, I tell you this, though, if I didn't have time, I would have woke all of them up. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't have stuff like flying all over the yard, but the majority of everything I asked them to clean up was still laying around on the on the, on the floor. Uh, of uh, of the back porch, and so that was a handle. And also, I, I got pinned in this morning, and and I had cars behind me in the driveway, and so I felt like a valet guy running up and down the road because I had to move cars and then get mine back and then move theirs up, and it was just a mess this morning. So I didn't I didn't quite have time for that, but um, that's just the life uh, of the Wilburns here. Uh, but it is it is Reese's birthday today, and yesterday something happened with him. Uh, to show you the difference in all the boys, and I'm I'm glad I, I I'm so glad that I have boys that are different but the same. But um, their personalities are much different. And Reese, uh, to up to this point, is is my is my organizer. He is my yeah. rule follower. Uh, and I know that might change, but um, yesterday he called Terry, and and then Terry called me and said, "You're not going to believe what Reese did." I'm like, "What?" He said uh, he took me. He he sent me a picture of the rug, and it had a little bit of mud on it, or a little bit of dirt on it. And he said that one of the dogs came in and ran across, and I guess peeled out on on the rug and left a spot on the rug. And he called me or Facetime me, wanting to know how to get that out, and he was going to start working on the rug. Nice. And 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 I'm like, are you serious? And I said, what would the other two have done? Just kept walking, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and so that's the difference in all yeah. of them. They're all great, but they're all different. Yeah. But yet, same in, in, in some some areas. But he is my right. observant one. All right. So let's observant take that one. scenario with my kids. Braden would have never seen it, right? Okay. Yeah. I don't think my other two. I don't think they would have just left it. They would never yeah. seen Caroline it. Caroline like would have never seen. I mean, Braden would have never seen it. Caroline would have seen it. Maybe, maybe tried to do it on her own, mm-hmm. but never ask anybody. Right. Okay. And Madeline would have been the one to call us and say he, she would have pulled a Reese. Mm-hmm. She's it's something about that third. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. I, and I and and I know that uh, you know they. I don't know. They always get the hand me downs and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the third. I really. I've. I've. And Rick's talked about this. Having three, you really stop parenting it on the third one. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, figure it out. Yeah, you know, uh, and he's done a good job. Like today for his birthday, we've been. I cannot asking, believe he's sixteen. We've been asking him, "Hey amazing. man, hey, what do you want for your birthday?" I don't want anything. Don't worry. I mean, we got a lot going on. I'm like, what are you? Thirty <laughs> two. I mean, no, seriously. What huh. do you? What do you want? Uncle Greg would be so proud. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah what, what do you want? I, I really don't want anything. It's. I mean, you, you said know. okay. I know him. He said okay. <laughs> and, yeah. and so yesterday, I go that out. Sounds good. And do the most dangerous thing you could do: go to Walmart. Yeah. And because uh, you can't really find anything open now. I mean, there's a lot of stuff yeah. that's closed, and so I had to 
I, I went and and to their little gaming and and, and electronic area and and got them some stuff, you know, to to, to kind of help because there's only so much you can do. And I know. basically then said, hey, look, all your buds that you want to get with and go do things. And I said, we'll just delay the celebration until things can kind of get cranked back up, and we'll go out and celebrate. You know, have a we always do the family dinner on birthdays and stuff, and. And so it, a lot of it will be delayed, but Terry's going to make him a cake, which everybody always looks forward to at the house, a uh, triple layer of chocolate cake or something, you know. And so um, we'll see We'll see how that goes. But, you know, Bubba's got a celebration Friday. Bubba uh, has a birthday Friday. Does he really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, didn't know that. I was talking to Edgar's yesterday about him. And just to see if – are y'all open? Are y'all, yeah. are y'all functioning? Can you bring us a cake? Because they're the official birthday cake okay. provider for the Rick and Bubba show. And they said, as of this point, we can pull it off. How so we'll have, is he going to be? Do we know? We'll have a cake delivered on Friday for Bubba. How, uh, what is he going to be? Is he 50? Was he double nickel? I think year? he's double nickel now. Yeah, was 56? he 56? Oh, my yeah. goodness, Bubba. Are you is getting, that right? Uh, yeah, surely not. I think, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I efficient. remember us throwing he's double nickel old. around. Yeah, I think I think he is. I think he is because you're 53. And Rick's fifty four right now. Fifty five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yes, because because yeah. for a period of time from October to March, Rick and and Bubba are the same age. Yeah. So yes, he is fifty five. He'll be fifty six. How about that? And yeah. I forget that he and and Reese are only two days apart on their birthday. But um. But so anyway, that's well, what's, what's the verdict on the cake? Uh, the cake. Yes, uh, it's a go. Uh, yeah, the cake's a go. Wow. We're good there. Uh, and I don't know though. I did talk to. <laughs> Uh, the folks uh, at Edgar's yesterday, uh, and we haven't had a discussion, Rick and I, yesterday about it. Bubba has said he's eaten better while while he's been quarantined. So I hope will he eat the cake. Well, you might not get a fruit tray brought in here then, right? Now, why is it? Yeah, let's do that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> get him with a fruit tray. And I haven't mentioned that to Brent uh, at Edgar's yesterday. I was like, Brent, I, I don't know. Why don't now, you? Wednesday, what, what, eating good? <laughs> why don't you put him on the cake doing better? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, put him on working out and running and eating better with a salad. And that'll be a reminder to him not to eat as much. Right, yeah. But I said, well, how about this? Even if he is eating better, we'll have a cheat day. Have y'all checked his menu to see what he's been eating? (laughs) We'll have a cheat day on Friday, and I'll I'll let Uncle Bubba eat whatever he wants. But uh, So that's there. Uh, So anyway, a lot happening. I did see the – uh, the Carolina Panthers have officially released Cam Newton after oh, nine no. seasons Uh-oh. with the team. Well, they know, said they tried to shop him and nobody would take him. Well, after wow. that fiasco a weirdo. Of, of, uh, last year, being dressed up weird. Yeah, and, I mean, I know he heard. Uh, I guess he did. Mm-hmm. But you remember the bizarre way he was acting? I guess everybody's like, eh, the price tag on him ain't worth it. Yeah, I know everybody's time comes to an end. He uh, was the face of the, the Panthers, was drafted number one overall in 2011, and now has been let go. Uh, by the Panthers, the problem with with Cam, uh, you can say what you want. He can't get on the field. He's always hurt. Yeah. I, I think yeah. out of the last thirty two games, he's missed sixteen of them. That's so, what I'm saying. You they look at that and they look at what they have to pay him, and they're like, eh, not getting a good return on it. Mm-hmm. And is, uh, is he? And I don't know the answer to this, but <clears> is he the? Is he humble enough to take a backup job somewhere? <clears throat> I, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's got to be sobering right now to him that no one will sign him. Now, I guess, and again, I, I, I'm talking about something I don't know anything about. So, please look at that hair. That I don't picture. know if he had how much was left on his contract. Like, if they trade him, you got to take his contract. If they cut him, maybe mm-hmm. you you get to renegotiate. Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody's going to. I would him think in. so. You know what I'm saying maybe instead of the trade, they said, "No, we'll wait till he gets cut, and then we renegotiate, so we don't have to pay him." That huge contract. And I may be completely wrong about all that. Yeah, but it sounded like I knew what I was talking about for about a second. Um. They uh they they basically they that. released Newton in part because they they signed Teddy Bridgewater um 
yeah. and and PJ Walker in recent days, and and then just kind of letting him go because he can't stay on now, the hang field. Hang on a second, is Walker the one that was so good <clears throat> in the XFL for the Rough Riders? Mm, yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. How about that? <clears throat> and um, Newton had previously stated that um, he never wanted to leave Carolina. Uh, said that uh, last week when all this st- kind of started making the news that they were interested in letting him go and shopping him, uh, he said, uh, stop with the wordplay. Uh, there's no dodging this one. I love the Panthers to death. I always love you guys. Please do not try and play me or manipulate the narrative and act like I wanted this. You forced me into this. Okay. So he, he loves the Panthers and said he wanted to finish his career there but not leaving on good terms. Uh, but uh, he has officially been released by – the Carolina Panthers after nine seasons with the team, so we'll right. see. We'll see if he where he lands. For some reason, and I don't know why, there's somebody that has him in a Chargers uniform. Uh, huh. looks, uh, I don't know if they haven't signed anyone. Have n- they? I don't know. That might be a team he could land on. But you're right. Because of his injury prone career, is he going to have to go somewhere as a backup and kind of just see what happens? Hmm. I think I think that's his only option, and and I don't know if anybody's wanting to do that because it's hard to bring these high profile guys in and tell them you're number two. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm, I'm used to being the face of a franchise, and now I'm, I'm holding a clipboard. Or Wait a, team, a minute, a team that's going to draft a young quarterback may right. bring him in as a starter mm-hmm. until the younger guy. Yeah, yeah now now I'm signaling in. The plays. Patriots mm-hmm. still have an opening. Yeah. 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 Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. I am Speedy alongside the real Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. Uh, you know, when it comes to COVID-19, coronavirus, um, a lot of negative news out there. But, Greg, you're saying there's one good well, thing. Well, not everything's bad. Not Just Born is the name of the company. Uh-huh. They're a candy manufacturer. Oh, yeah. They make peeps. And they have shut down their business as of, oh, no. Not for good, Great. but they're temporarily suspending production in Philadelphia and Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, due to the rapidly evolving COVID-19 situation. But here's the... You're not a Peeps fan. If you are those, a Peeps fan, yeah. they did get this year's uh, lot done that will be out for Easter. But, but you're not, and that's why, I you're, stand that's why there's joy in this story for yeah, you. Yeah, I thought, yeah. you know, it's not all bad, so... Wow! But then I read down where they had actually got this year's you know camp done. That kind of hurt a little bit. But yeah. I thought for a second, no peeps this year. No but, peeps. But no. they are shutting down temporarily their production of the peeps, along with a few other candies. I think they do hot tamales and all that. Mm. Not a big hot tamale guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I put it this way: if the peeps never come back, I won't complain. That I, I can live yeah, with that. Yeah, one. yeah. That the that's world with one no I'll peeps. Never, yeah. The world with Man. no peeps would not bother me. No. In fact, I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> I don't think that I would. If you hadn't told me that, I never would have yeah. even thought about it. Tell you um, this, not a peep will be made. <laughs> okay, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, some sad news, and you know it's getting serious, though. I hate to say this, but coronavirus has caused 365 locations of Waffle House to close. 
You know, we wow. they always use it as a measuring stick when things are getting bad because mm-hmm. they, you know the Waffle House that's their thing. We are never closed, mm-hmm. never. Yeah. And uh, so them closing, and boy, they're closing a bunch of them. Yeah, they are. So before you venture off to towards the Waffle House, make sure they're open. Uh, they put out a um, uh, what looked to be like some type of uh, interactive map here. It says they still have one thousand six hundred and twenty-seven open. So don't freak out. But 365 are closed. Wow. Uh, because of that. I'm going to be looking on my way in because you know, I'll pass <clears throat> about five of them. Yeah. yeah. Just see. Yeah. Um, I bet I know one that's going to be closed. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, uh, Helena, Alabama has got a Waffle House, and that's when we really knew we were on the map. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and boy, I tell you, that's a, that's a fun thing to do there in Helena. Hey, let's go to Waffle House. That seems to be the, the running thing. I don't give it enough, and I love their food. <clears throat> yeah. At oh, any I, time of the day, oh, I'll take an all star, and they just, have a really good coffee. And then on the yeah, opposite really good end, coffee. on the opposite end of the spectrum, we talked about this earlier, talking about Dollar General's hiring people. Yes, they have so much business. Major pizza chains looking to hire sixty thousand workers. Mm-hmm. So, I saw a, I saw an interview with Dollar General. I think they were hiring fifty thousand. Yeah, uh, because uh, you know during this time, there's some businesses that are really thriving, and they're like to, to get the need of. For the, the customer and, and have things stocked and, and all that, we got to hire. The Dollar General plan was a really good plan. They yeah. go to these areas where most you know people <clears> won't build, <throat> invest. In, mm-hmm. I mean, because in the rural areas, you'll pass them and you'll be in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, a and there it is. It'll be it'll be yeah. packed and have great, good prices and uh, that's a good business plan. Yeah, according to about five or six of them. According to the interview I heard, there's sixteen thousand Dollar Generals in in, in forty five states. And they said in their survey, 75% of Americans are at least five miles from a Dollar General. Oh, they ain't no doubt. They're everywhere. I wish you owned five or six, too, because when we all have to go to the house from doing this, That'd I could nice. come work for you. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's two in Jacksonville. Two in the same yeah. city. Do y'all give this one across the street much? I forget it's there. I've been there a couple times. It doesn't stand out like they, they it's, never it's normally a, do. It's a weird place it for is. one to be, yeah. to be yeah. quite honest. Right. But it's uh, but I we go in there a lot. Do you know? I've only seen one of. Braden went in there on his bicycle. Though. <laughs> they, they actually have. There's only the only one I've seen is in Piedmont. They actually have a supermarket. This Dollar General, and it's got like produce really? and meat, and it's like a small grocery store. Dollar Interesting. General. Interesting. Okay. I've never. I've never. Only been one I've one seen is in Piedmont. Do you know that's where I, I found the TP? Uh, when I originally, heard, you know, <clears throat> I guess it was. Was it during Best of Week? I think it was when all this kind of started the inkling of, hey, something's going on here. It's, it's getting bad. I, I, sh- I went out, and, um, and I, found me, or I found me some toilet paper. And yesterday, I, I guess I'm the toilet paper whisperer, I guess, but I found some yesterday, too, that was on the shelf. We had two <clears throat> big boxes delivered to the house yesterday. Of course, the UPS guy left them at the top of the hill, and that bothered me. But mm-hmm. um, he ain't got time to go down. One of them was paper towels, and the other one was toilet paper. So evidently, uh, Amanda found okay. something online. Yeah, but it's two big buy. I mean, it was two case of each. Mm-hmm. I, I saw where Amazon Prime. We had that story of what yesterday, day before, where they issued a hey, uh, non-essential uh, deliveries. It's going to be a while. Yeah, expect maybe a month or so. So keep that in mind. You know, I <laughs> I, I keep hearing that, and and but yet, uh, like Greg has talked about, uh, my wife, there's a box a day, and it's it's non-essential. I mean, we got. Now, I guess maybe she ordered it before they, they sent in that left out. Left and right, because that was within 24 hours ago. They sent that message out, but you're right. Maybe she got out in front of it. Um, the uh, the UPS guy, the FedEx guy, I I know them to the point where they're like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" And we'll sit there and shoot the bull for a second. That's how many how, how yeah. much they're at our front door. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a, I mean, in a second, those, they'll be there. Those people are busy, right? Yeah, now. exactly. So they're, you know, it's just how it works. Depending on what you do for a living, some of the yeah. you know, the businesses are booming. Yeah. Because and, of this. You know, we talked a, a little bit about um, about how everybody is is binge watching and all the online stuff and and streaming this and streaming that. Uh, there's actually a story out today about how the internet providers are having to deal with the stress yeah. of every household streaming because if you think about it, I mean, most during the day there's a lull in in what what internet service is pulling because everybody's off at work or doing their own thing. But now, if everybody on the street is doing the same thing with and multiple pulling, devices, but the, yeah. but they were talking about this, it's quite a stress on on those companies. Uh, but they're trying to meet the need, of course. But um, but yet yesterday, uh, Terry brought up uh, Tiger King. So I don't know if that's going to enter the Wilburn house or not. But she she says, "What I know it's things are real bizarre. when she comes to me and goes, what's this Tiger King thing about?'" I, I tried to watch it. I, I keep falling asleep. There's nothing I don't, I don't think it's because the show's not interesting. I'm just really sleepy. <clears throat> At that time it's just day. you get up at 2.30 in yeah, the morning and then that, have to be back the next day. But I, what I've seen is extremely bizarre. It is. Yeah. It's, guys, it I mean, is. You got anything from people getting mauled by tigers from, I mean. <laughs> I'm telling you. What you just told us in the break is extremely disturbing. Yes, I know. I know. Yes, it's, it's uh, The whole thing is disturbing, but it's it, here's what I have to remember. It's real people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real people. I tried to tell Terry what it was about. I, I think I slaughtered that. But I, I I basically said that they were there were three like little nonprofit zoos or something or something these little no, they're for profit is, uh, they're for profit yeah. okay I'm sorry well, one of them may not be she's but, like a rescue yeah or she claims to be but Joe exotic and they're they're, what, they're all and, over the, they're in different parts of the country right yes. yeah he, yeah he he'll breed them and sell them and it's illegal to sell them correct Shaquille O'Neal bought one from him by the way bought a tiger from Joe Exotic wow. and Joe Exotic ran for president did y'all know that in 2016 I, well it, it's funny you said that we I think we did that story because I, I have so been too. racking my brain on I'm like we did something about this guy and I think it was that that he ran for he, president he ran for president in 2016 and when he didn't win he ran for governor and I don't know I they didn't say this and I could look it up but he got he got a lot more votes for governor of Oklahoma than he needed to. Really? Yes. The the other guy, was he Doc or whatever? Antel? Yeah. In South Carolina? He, he, he rides around on an elephant everywhere. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> He'll be going down the street on an elephant. Really? And he's a polygamist. Yeah, oh yeah, All he's right. got him a harem. Yeah. Right, he does. That. He does. It's like a cult. Oh, something else. Rick and Bubba Whole thing's us. bizarre. <laughs> I don't, it's, don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show from the Broadcast Plaza in Teleport. Thank you for being with us today. We do have much to do. We do have uh, much to do. We'll give you the latest updates. Things are changing by the day. Some, you know, we'll give you the good. We'll give you the bad. We'll give you the ugly. We'll share a laugh or two. Uh, we'll talk about the things that really matter. Well, I mean, we'll do it all. Uh, that's what, that's the Rick and Bubba show. I mean, that, that's why you glad. Hey, we're here, baby. We're the calming voice inside chaos, and anxiety, and fear. But not here, baby. We're steady. We're steady. And we'll stay with you. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all giving you a kickoff hour. That's already happened along the Rick and Bubba radio network, the TuneIn app, the, the podcast channel, uh, the iHeart Radio. Uh, however you get the Rick and Bubba Show, America's greatest radio stations. 
the boldest radio stations in the country that carry all the Rick and Bubba show bands. As uh, we start this hour, we start it with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, here's Rockapella. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rock is red glare, the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. And a half minutes, uh, here we go, and uh, you can join us at 866 We Be Big Stretch Armstrong. Rick and Bubba University student earning his degree in common sense. Common sense now a superpower. Let's bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, and as you know, we'll have the whole team on the field at that point. I speak, of course, of the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the kind English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Burgess! How about you, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome. In this time... Of desperation. Come on with it. When all we know is doubt and fear. Come on, here's your lyric. There is only one foundation. Don't ever forget this. We believe. We believe. Come on with it. In this broken. Generation. Everybody remember this. Remember these foundations. All is dark, you help us see. There is only one salvation. We believe. We believe. We believe. Everybody say, what do we believe, boys? We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit. And He's given us new life. We believe in the crucifixion. We believe that He conquered death. We believe in the resurrection. 
song for this time. Don't forget what we believe. Sin virus defeated, Bubba. How about it? Huh? Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's we done. We just got to get through it. That's, that's all. Well, and you know, it's interesting because we were talking about some of the stuff that uh, that is out there and it's going on. And I know that uh, for some parts of the audience, once again, it was a um, – there were some storms and stuff that happened uh, overnight in different parts of, of the Rick and Bubba audience, some of them a little rough and all that. We hope you're fine, and, and we'll get those details as we move forward. But, uh, you know, we're all getting – uh, a little stir crazy in quarantine. It will update, you know, uh, that they had the virtual town hall meeting with the yeah. president, yeah, uh, and the vice president and others yesterday. And we'll talk about he he really took yesterday's show and says, "I want to talk about the things Rick and Bubba talked about this morning." Mm-hmm. And and it was almost like the same conversation it, we had. It, of, it of, was scary similar. It really was yeah. same same yeah. numbers, same references. <laughs> uh, and and look, it's and par- we, look, we're not we're- no. No, it wasn't. We're not on any talking points memo, no, okay? No. It's just, it was scary. Even some of the language they were using to describe it sounded eerily terrible like ours. Well, you were, well, and they were trying to say that there's a balance we have right here, and we're trying to figure the balance. Every, and by the way, everybody's settled, trying to figure the balance. But to the point, so y- yesterday, um, Sherry and I just finally said, and we didn't and we didn't get out or anything like that, we, we, we got to get out of this house. Yeah. And and we've we've done the go out in the yard and we've set out on the back porch and of course it was raining going to rain again a little bit yesterday where we were we just got it she said I just let's just get in the car and ride around guys I got to tell you I, and I don't look we're going we're going to get to the other side of this we got the attitude we're supposed to have especially as people of faith and all that however we rode around and without and I know some of you have recently been through stuff and, and even over like I said yesterday afternoon there been stuff so I'm not making light of that. But it's still the best analogy. You take away the rubble; it was like riding around after a tornado or a hurricane. Yeah, I mean life. Life is life is on a people when riding around because you know obviously we're too too young to know anything about the depression or, or anything like that. We've been through a recession. We had the fall of two thousand eight and and all that. And you know, but but I do when you ride around and it's not look. We're not talking about riding through a little town in the middle of nowhere that at one time the train used to stop. Yeah. So yeah. you see their little mm-hmm. downtown, everything's out of business. No, I, I was Ooh. I was in Birmingham, Alabama, in, in a thriving part yeah. of, of the state, and and we are closed. We are out of business. We may or may not come back signs mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, we, were, we drove through one of the biggest retail locations in our entire state. Nothing. Hey, nothing. And then, and then you have some places that are saying we won't be back. We can't take this kind of break, you know. And yeah. and you know you you see like uh, you realize the theaters nothing. There you can't go to the movie, uh, and they're pushing now some of these movies that were released directly to streaming, which will, I guess will help and, them. And Rick, we talked about it yesterday. The the movie industry throughout the history of our country, two world wars, yeah. pandemics before, they have never been a week that there was not one dollar made at the movie theater. No. and we had it last week. Yeah. So well, and the other thing, we even had some friends of ours that have been part of this show for for a while, and and they they didn't realize that they their marquee was they were celebrating their anniversary, right? But they put something on their marquee and closed that said "Thanks for forty years," and I panicked. I said, "My gosh, they're closed!" Right, and and right. so we think, had to track them down. They're not they're not going out of business. And I think they're going to change their marquee because yes, they, 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 they realize with with, yeah. with the door with the doors closed and thanks for forty years that that doesn't. <laughs> That didn't look good. Yeah, yeah they had a forty-year anniversary this month, and yeah. so they already had that up there. Right, and so boy, it looked eerie. And they're under orders to close now. So, so, so this is um, 
the, so that balance is very real. I would argue that that's a critical industry that needs to stay open. Yes, yeah, yeah. That that uh, that that we're we're going to have people and see. This is the thing you don't realize, and this is one of the things I think God's teaching us is is how volatile all this safety we think we have is. I mean, there there's some people, like I said, I've talked Paper to thin. I've talked to them personally. They never thought that being out of business with two two weeks would keep them forever being able to come back. Yeah, right. I mean, just those two weeks of no income, it just starts. Look, and I tell Bubba, we've had some people that that are advertisers of ours that are doing great, but they can't keep up with demand because in order to keep up with demand, you, you got to gather. You got to gather to produce the product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I even saw where Mike Lindell and them are now making masks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, he'll make the best ones ever. Really. Yeah. Easy so, to sleep in, I bet. Yeah. So it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a very interesting time, and we'll come back. We'll talk about the stimulus package, just like it's going through. We'll, we'll get you the headlines yeah. uh, you need to know about that happened overnight. The president's saying that we got to get back to life. Those two things, the stock market had a little, just Rick, the biggest one day gain in the history of our country. Yeah, I think they said since 1933, maybe. Yeah, something like that. I mean, you might as well say that. That's a long time ago. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six, we be big. A uh, couple of um, notes uh, involving, you know, as we're going through this time, your normal routine as far as uh, your spiritual life has been turned upside down as well. Two things today: uh, the Wednesday Bible study will still be streaming live on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. That'll be noon Central Time, one o'clock Eastern, and those links will still be posted on all of our social media platforms. You can get past studies at BurgessMinistries.com or TheManChurch.com as well. So uh, that, that, that will be fine. The only thing different on the Wednesday Bible study remains no studio audience. Also, if you're, uh, you know, all the, the young people in your house, if they normally have things they do at church on Wednesday night, obviously they're not doing that. Uh, but our friends at YM360, again, this, uh, this Wednesday, will offer YouthGroupAtHome.com, YouthGroupAtHome.com, and that will all be provided for you at no charge uh, this evening as well. Uh, just go to that website for the countdown clock in the details. All right, so Bubba, kind of let's talk about where we are, and um, uh, some of it um, we mentioned. The, the president had a kind of a town hall meeting yesterday, and really one of the things they talk they're talking about is that balance that we spent a lot of times uh, most of the show yesterday going, what is the balance of the safety of our fellow Americans and the economy? Uh, being saved and and those that there you go. That's well, a, the that's the term bit. is acceptable loss, right? And and people don't like to hear that word because it right. seems insensitive. And I saw uh, Governor Cuomo uh, saying, "Look, we're we're not going to trade life for stock price. We're not going to do that." Well, they're the same well, thing. Well, the the governor, though, while that is a great, uh, you know, a great stump uh, speech uh, thing to cry, you know, holler out and get a crowd to fire up. It's it's not true. And I think he knows that. Uh, here's the deal. Here's where we are currently: fifty-four thousand nine hundred and five infected Americans. Deaths to date: seven hundred eighty-three. Yesterday we had the largest number of deaths in a single day yet, and that's going to go higher. There's one hundred and ninety yesterday. Even with all that going on, we do know some more things about it right now. It is tracking. Uh, about 1.3% of the people who get infected, it is fatal for. That is a good number considering 
what some of the countries have had. Now, keep in mind, stats and numbers are only as good as the people who are supplying them. Right. But uh, as we talked about earlier, it looked like Italy was in that 9 to 10% range, which was very bad. Ours and South Korea have been the best so far, but that could change. But to Bubba's point, don't forget what Dr. Jody said. Remember, when someone says 9 or 10%, 9 or 10% of what? Right. Was that elderly people? Were that people that were right. already sick? The was, demographic of is, who that it, is right. is very important. It is, yeah. And uh, it does appear to be tracking still toward the elderly or those with underlying conditions, although there are still some young people that do not fit the profile who are coming down getting very sick. So, yeah, I told Bub about one right. they, they covered last night on Fox News, a 25-year-old All-American lacrosse player. According to what everybody knows about him, perfectly healthy, uh, none of the issues you would find, and he got it, and his parents said when he got it, it attacked his lungs, uh, just like it has with the elderly, and he is, has been put in a medically-induced coma, and they're moving him to try to get him to a hospital in Pennsylvania that has some of the drugs, and they think the drugs you know, are his best shot to not, to not be fatal. That's a 25-year-old healthy athlete. Mm-hmm. The, uh, we are having some success with slowing the viral infection, the length that you were sick, and the depth that you were sick, using the malaria drug in connection with ZPAC. Also, they're having some luck with, extra, with what they call high doses of vitamin C. Again, this may be back to just practical things we mm. knew before. Right. Um, they're also using plasma from people who have recovered. This is basically poor man's vaccine. Um, it is fairly safe, and they are having some luck with it until a real vaccine is ready. There's uh, anywhere from six to eight clinical studies for a vaccine going on right now. So they are working on it. There are people getting shots who are volunteering to test the stuff. Um, Good news, it looks like coronavirus is not mutating quickly, not near as quickly as the common flu, meaning that once a vaccine has been manufactured and you get that, it would provide years of protection. That's still early, but that is the early indication. Um, We did have some uh, bad news, Rick. We understand we're going to lose about 365 Waffle Houses across the country. Mm. They're closing, but the good news, there's still over 1,000 still open. Yeah, yeah. the one down at the bottom of our – that was one of the low moments yesterday when Sherry Sherry and I took really a tour of the damage. And we looked down, Sherry goes, is is Waffle House not even doing curbside? I said, baby – I want you to stare at that right there. I said that's a that's a that's a business that at one time I wonder why they even had a lock right. because they're open yeah. all the time. Yeah, and yeah. I said, look, that Waffle House is closed, and she said, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. you, you know, one of the uh, one of the things too that I, I, I the media is not is just they're, they're look the media has an important job to do, but they're not helping the situation mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things they have kind of tried to pull up that that this Dr. Uh, Foshi, uh, who is our leading uh, infectious disease guy, him and Trump are not getting along. They're not seeing eye to eye. And, you know, they have said, no, we're fine. But look, I, I, let, me, let me pose this to everybody. Instead of you thinking that's a bad thing, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe he's not a yes man. Maybe right. that's a good thing. But- and the fact that they do have difference of opinions and can talk about these things and battle it out is a good, is a good idea. Well, like I, I don't care if he was a, a, a Clintonista at one time and, and whatever, let he's, he's the best we got on science. Let him have his say. Surgeon general's having his say. We have other doctors. Trump will make a call on when we need to go back to work. Now, like Trump said, we've got to balance public health and survivability of our country. 
okay, after this is over. And to your point, and Speedy met yesterday, when it comes to the doctor, his only area of, of information is the public health, period. Right, right. So he's not involved in the economic no, no, so, no, no. So he comes and says, this is my job, and I'll present you what I know and what I think, but then Trump <laughs> has to say, thank you very much for that information. That's your role. And you know what? He may have a timeline that he thinks is right, talking about the doctor, mm-hmm. and then Trump may come to a timeline he thinks is right, and they may not agree on it. And he was on Laura Ingram last night and, and said that he, he is with the administration and they know that the timeline of Easter and the target is flexible. And and they're they're really not that far apart as far as what they're saying. But if they're having some disagreements about it, that's that's trying to get a plan. Right. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. We don't want yes people all the way up and down the hall. We also don't want people who are on their own page and will have to come together with a consensus. He's going to look at the science and give him his best recommendation. The economic people are giving Trump their recommendation. He'll have to make a call and live with the results of it. People are going to die either way. Okay. It's just what is our acceptable losses and how do we minimize it. I don't think it's either or. We have an economy or we kill everybody. It has to we, we've got to have a combination there. Well, you're right. Over here the economy's giving and over here the loss of life is giving. You're gonna have to. And we're trying to figure out how do we hit that, that balance. Yeah. But both are gonna have problems. And let, we'll talk more about it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultants. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 35 minutes now past the hour. Your voice of calm on the stormy sea. As uh, we make our way back, our friends at Casper... Casper.com slash Bubba. Uh, this business has done phenomenal, uh, and they can continue to send their award-winning mattresses directly to you. Uh, you know, if, you, if you've got a mattress situation, you want to upgrade, or maybe, you know, you're like, well, man, I was going to get a new mattress, but uh, now that I've been quarantined and there's nothing open, I can't get out there. Well, they, they, Casper can send it directly to you. Uh, and, and right now, there, there's an opportunity for you to save some money on this incredible mattress right now, end of the season. Clearance, you can save up to 20% on the mattress of your dreams by using this URL, casper.com slash Bubba. Casper.com slash Bubba. We've linked it also at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. This this opportunity to get 20% off will last uh, until Sunday. So once we get to Sunday and Sunday's over, uh, then uh, this deal will be over as well. So if you're thinking about a mattress, it can be shipped right to your door. Uh, make the move now. Casper.com slash Bubba. The link also at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. So, Bubba, you said we were going to continue some of the updates um, of where we are. We've kind of covered the – we try to give you the here's where we are. Yeah. And then we can yeah. discuss about, you know, and, and that's always up for discussion and debate, then where we're going. Yeah, and, two, I think you're seeing uh, more and more how important governors are uh, in this because governors mm-hmm. really run their state. Mm-hmm. This is the United States of America. It was set up to be – States that run themselves and have an umbrella of a federal government. Now, of course, we've got away from a lot of that, but that was still the way it is. When England actually surrendered, they released 
uh, 13 independent states or independent countries. It wasn't a United States of America. So governors are still important. On Gov- that note, remind me to ask you something that our state's doing that I'm confused on. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I saw some of that. Um, Governor, I think all the governors are doing as good a job as they can given this situation. Look, we've all been blindsided by a pandemic. We plan on infectious disease. We ha- we're ready for epidemics. We're not ready for pandemics, okay? Nationwide, I mean, worldwide things of this scope. You know, we, we had uh, supplies. We have strategic supplies. We have ventilators. We were not prepared for thousands and thousands of cases. Nobody can be. You can't build those kind of hospitals and have them sitting empty. I mean, they'll just decay. So they're all, everybody, there is no perfect solution. We're never going to have it 100%, but we're doing all we can do. All right, Governor Cuomo, who has a monumental task in front of him, not, not a huge fan politically of his, never have been. I think he's doing a good job. He's doing all he can do. He's got a big big handle with New York City there, okay? So yesterday he he gets on this thing and he's basically blaming Trump for not getting them enough ventilators. He said you sent us what 40,000, we need 300 or whatever. I don't remember the numbers. It was, it was 4,000. 4,000 but we needed what? I I don't know what he I so, forgot what the you know, number we needed. needed. Thousands. We needed thousands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when Trump comes out to do his uh little uh, town hall meeting yesterday, he says, by the way, the governor of New York is, you know, he's done a good job. We're working together. He's wearing me out on this. I want y'all to know that it ain't just us. And he whoops out a piece of paper. and It basically is documenting the fact that, that Cuomo had a chance to order ventilators in 2015, was it? Or 17, a couple of years ago. 2015. 15. I think it was 16,000 of them. I think. But he didn't do it. Well, you know what? It's understandable. Because if you're in New York or, or any state, you got demands on your budget. You got, you know, police needing things. You got fire needing things. You got potholes that need to be fixed. You got, uh, you know, any number of things. Just money, always needing money. So you you look, and we don't have a pandemic. We hadn't had one in a hundred years. Look, do I need twenty thousand ventilators sitting in a warehouse somewhere? Not an immediate need. So I don't buy it. So I don't blame Cuomo for that. He didn't see that coming. But by the same token, I don't blame the federal government. I don't blame Obama. I don't blame the Bushes. Right. The, look, we can only store so many supplies, and they go bad over time. Mm-hmm. We just You can't plan for a pandemic. You can't go, all right, pandemic, head to the warehouse and get 100,000 ventilators. Right. Time to roll them out, boys. Yeah, yeah, right. You just can't do that. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think it's important especially with our governors and hopefully the president, not to get into this finger-pointing deal. There'll be plenty of time for that when it's over. We have got to pull together, encourage the American people. They're doing the best they can do. I think overall they've done very well with this two weeks or 15 days to stop the spread. More days may be required. Now, the president did say yesterday, and I thought it was a big announcement, he said, I would like to see, this is kind of how he did it, Rick. You know how he talks. He said, I would love for this to be over by Easter. I would love for everybody to go to church on Easter and that be the rebirth of our country, but we'll have to see. Right. Yeah. Well, they the, the media ain't reporting, no, but I'm, we'll have to see. I know. They're, they're reporting the first, hey, President, the death toll highest it's ever been yesterday and the president wanted to go back to work. Was he lost his freaking mind? Right. Yeah. Right. No. 
That ain't what he said. That ain't what he meant. But I'm going to tell you, the psychology of what he did was amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer we're going to have to do that, what we're doing. Give us a date that it's going to be over and let us have that goal. That's what we need psychology from a, a psychological standpoint. And it will make us do a better job at what we're supposed to be doing now. Trump knows that. That's why he put that out there. He doesn't know what day. He's going to have to look at all these numbers. But there's a curve to this. China's been through the curve. It looks like Italy's starting to go downhill now. Uh, over the curve, far as the peak of it, we know the peak. It's going to be higher in Washington and New York than it is in other places. But he's, he's playing the numbers game. He knows when that peak is going to start going down. He knows the risk. He knows the, high, uh, the groups who are more likely to get sick from this. And we know a whole lot more about how to keep it from spreading now. So he's, he's rolling this out and talking about this to give people hope. It, it gets the, uh, the Congress moving. It gets all this going. Look, we can do this. And it may be another week or two after that. None of us know. But we know this. We cannot stand a full-fledged shutdown of the American economy till the fall because we won't have anything when it comes back. And if you think it's bad now, not being able to get enough ventilators, mm. when there's nobody left to make ventilators is when it's going to be bad because there's no plastics, there's no paper, there's no ability to, of engineers to, to do this stuff or people to put it together. You can't just stay in your house and the world continue. At some point, we will have to go with an acceptable loss. Sorry it sounds harsh. It's just the truth. We need all of you to put your big boy and big girl pants on. And we gotta, we're in a war. We're right, in a war. Right. Look, we, about that we deal with acceptable loss every day. When you're in the military and we have an operation and we go, <laughs> we're going to fly in and bomb these people because they need to be bombed for whatever reason. We have an acceptable loss. We know we're probably going to lose a plane. We know we may lose a crew. It's an acceptable loss to the mission. We do it, and even though uh, Fauci the other day said you can't compare those, yeah, you can. The highways, we accept for the right to drive around and, and the for, need and to for transport the economy, and for the economy. In the economy, we're going to lose forty to fifty thousand Americans on the highway. Tragic. We've all. All of our families have been affected by that. And you know what we try to it's do? It's an acceptable loss. But we it's tr- not a dirty word. It's not a four-letter word. Right. And we try to minimize it through advancements with automobiles. Yes. We try to minimize it speed with speed limits, speed safety, kind of, but, airbags. But we certainly can't get rid of the automobile. No. No. It, it, I'll tell you this. Even when it comes to vaccines, and we know this. There's a risk. When you take a vaccine, even though it has been tested, there's a chance you're going to have a bad reaction to it. We know people personally mm-hmm. who've died from them, mm-hmm. who was healthy, right. rolled their sleeve up, and they died for a flu shot. Mm-hmm. Acceptable loss for the general population. Guys, it's something we, we – you can't be called out and be evil to say we will have to have an acceptable loss. That's what Como tried to do, Cuomo tried to do yesterday. He needs to cut that out. He does it in New York City every day, every day. We send our police officers out, okay, to protect and serve every day with the best equipment, best training we can do. Police officers will lose their lives. It is an acceptable loss for having police. Every life is important, but we have got to grow up, America, and get with the program. We've got to dig in and get 
the spirit and the common sense that our parents and grandparents and their parents had that got through their time of tragedy just like this is crippling our society. Yeah. We'll come back. Uh, the relief bill, it's, it's through the Senate, and now uh, support of the House of Representatives. Yeah, that may be a problem over there. Remains uncertain. We've already got somebody criticizing it. Uh, but it did go through the Senate two trillion dollars. Unbelievable. But we gotta do it. Gotta do it. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president, if you want to know the truth. And you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, the pandemic rages on. Uh, The Senate, it looks like they have at least agreed on a historic $2 trillion coronavirus relief bill. House support remains uncertain. So let's talk about what's the moving. The president out. said he will sign it in its current form. By yeah. Way. Then we got to go to the House. Oh, then we got Nancy in the far left. Out and there. Casio uh, Kid Cortez and the Good Time Gang all there. How about how about mm. them holding everything up? Boy, that'll be well, I once. think it's time for the American people. Look, in our current state, I know we've given up a lot, but we do. We have drawn enough lines now, and I think you see it with the Senate is this is the time for the American people to put the pressure on those who represent you. I'm talking about just put the pressure on them. And, and I mean, in a big, big way, they do feel the pressure. They, they do respond to pressure uh, from the constituents if you'll really, really lean on them. Uh, so, anyway, here we go. Um, it, it is done through the Senate. Here's kind of how it looks. Um, it's called the, um, uh, the Economic Rescue Package, uh, Direct Payments to Most Americans. Expand unemployment benefits provides a three hundred and sixty-seven billion dollar program for small businesses, and that's one of the things I heard in the town hall meeting yesterday when people were saying it's just for the big corporations. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and you know, and no, Trump, and no, Trump, it's not. And Trump, not. and Trump was saying, well, the big corporations mm-hmm. and the small businesses are equally important because big corporations and small businesses provide jobs for people, and we are making sure that both are represented. Yes, here's three hundred sixty-seven billion for small businesses so they can keep making payroll while workers are forced to stay home. Uh, one of the last issues uh, to close concern a $500 billion uh, guaranteed subsi- subsidized loans, which we talked about, to larger industries, including a, a fight over how generous to be with the airlines. Hospitals, of course, will get significant help, uh, which they're going to need. You know, I, d- I do think that the airlines, uh, they're critical for our economy. We need to have them. But I think it's a time that we really press on them to redo their business model. Every time we have tragedy in our country, the airline industry looks like they're going belly up. Right. To me, their margins are too close. They need to fix that. And what that may mean is slightly higher rates, too, across the board. Yeah. Uh, but that'll help clean out the airports a little bit. So. You know, there's there's a balance in some of this, and they need a better model so that they're not teetering on the edge all the time, too. I really do think that. Uh, skipping over, there's a lot more to that, but just we're giving you the high points. So now we're talking about individuals. The package would give one-time payments of $1,200 per adult uh, and $500 per child directly to the public. 
a huge cash infusion for hospitals, expecting a flood of the COVID nineteen patients. Um, Rick, hang on. Also wait. talked about. It. Let me ask you this: on the payment to people, mm-hmm. is there a you make so much cut off mm-hmm. on that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's uh, as Rick said, twelve hundred <clears throat> per individual, twenty four hundred per couple, and three thousand for a family of four. And the money would cut off at higher income levels. But we don't know what. That I think I want to say wasn't it ninety nine thousand? The last I, I heard, think. yeah. Bottom line was if you make a hundred thousand dollars or more, you're not getting anything. Yeah, I think that's what it, I heard. It was like ninety nine. It it starts rolling back at about seventy five. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, if I if they stayed with the original plan, I don't right. see it in this. <clears throat> Um, also on those small business things, and we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about that yesterday, small businesses will be able to get a loan at little to no interest. They will have like seven years to pay it back. And in some cases, if they meet all the stipulations, like they don't lay anybody off during that time, blah, 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 they may even have part of that forgiven at the end. That's my understanding. Yeah. It says companies with 500 or fewer employees could tap up to $10 million uh, each in forgivable, forgivable small business loans to keep the paychecks flowing. The program would provide eight weeks of assistance through federally uh, guaranteed loans qualifying employers who maintain payroll. If they do, like the mortgage interest, rent, and utilities would be forgiven if they keep them employed. So that's in there, and uh, and then uh, we talk about uh, the uh, the Federal Emergency Management Agency said there'll be some that will come through them, tens of billions of dollars. Democrats said the package would help replace the salaries of furloughed workers for four months rather than three months, as first proposed. Okay, furloughed workers uh, would get whatever amount uh, a state usually provides for unemployment, plus six hundred dollars per week add-on uh, with uh, with Uber drivers and, and things like that. Uh, Republicans want inclusion of an employee retention tax credit that estimates to provide a fifty billion a fifty billion dollars to companies that retain employees on payroll and cover fifty percent of the workers' paychecks. Companies would also be able to defer payment of the six point two percent Social Security payroll tax. So there's right. that, there's that deferment. That's we're the, what Trump was wanting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things too that we were told the Democrats were holding this up on because they kept calling it. The Republicans wanted a slush fund. Well, that's that's not that's not accurate. Uh, it's not correct. But if some of this is going through Federal Reserve, some of it's going through the Treasury. I mean, you got all kind of pass for a lot of this stuff. There, they say in this that there will be a a new Inspector General and Oversight Board for all the corporate dollars. That's fine. I don't. Again, we're growing the government. I wish we would just assign this to an inspector general we, we already have. Right. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with inspector generals, which none of us really are because we don't hear about them a whole lot, these guys go in and they are to be the auditors of a of a department or an area. They're supposed to be independent, not supposed to be political. It's about the numbers. Are they spending the money the way they're supposed to spend it? You heard inspector general reports. You know with. A lot of the things going on with the investigations we've had, they're supposed to be the investigators that go in and look at the numbers. They know their industry. They know their department of the of the, of the government, and they sh- should be able to go in and make sure money's being spent wisely. The Dems wanted a new one. It looks like we will have a new one. Uh, I'm not going to split hairs over that, but I, I think we could have put it under somebody else's department. But we're going to have that and an oversight board, and they will report directly to Congress. Can you imagine – 
that you get this thing through. Let's say it gets through the house, and you know, I guess in, when it, and it ain't through there no. yet, y'all. We hadn't even but begin to fight over picture, there. Picture, picture, uh, and I'm sure I don't know what the number will be, but picture like our little group. Somebody said, "Here's two trillion dollars, and this is what we've agreed to as a government of the people. This is how it's supposed to be handed out. Y'all make sure it is." Hmm. Oh, no. Picture us sitting there looking at two trillion dollars, trying to make sure it's all going where it's supposed to. <laughs> So the bottom line is a daunting task. Bottom line is the stimulus package getting through the Senate and the president saying, I am looking for a timeline to put everybody back to work, knowing there'll be acceptable loss. Those two things did, did crank the stock market a little bit, which which is good. Uh, And it looks like the stimulus package covers individuals, covers furloughed, covers small business, covers big corporations, talks about tax credits, uh, delayed loan payments, um, you know, for for businesses that need loans. It looks like it has a little bit of everything in it, and for what it looks like, from what I can tell, which it may be the problem when it gets to the house. I don't see any of the green stuff was given in on. I don't think any of that got through. So, from what we can see, we'll come back top of the hour. Your phone calls are coming up at eight six six. We be big. We continue to unpack the good, the bad, the ugly as we continue to roll through this historic pandemic. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.